Okay? Alright. Can you please let me get this Kyoto? So it's, just, it's a privilege for me to see everyone this morning. Thank you, sir. And I'll just continue from where we our conversation last week. And please, I'd like us to please take care of every distraction around us and because our time is fast spent. You know, last week, before we pray, last week we started having some conversations, taking us back to the very beginning to know where we started and um, some of the issues happening all around the world. Why are we here? Why are we coming to church? Why all of the things around us? What's our true nature, our true identity? And some of the challenges. Anyways, um, first of all, the Sunday school was a very great time. Let's put our hands together for the Sunday school session and talking about Thanksgiving and when we need to thank God. You know, something was mentioned about when we need to thank God. I've had situations in life whereby I've had to fail, even after you have prepared for exam. Because I'm a, I'm a statistician and a data analyst, and I understand in school, during my bachelor's degree, when we want to do analysis, we do, we try to check factors that can affect or determine the outcome of a result. For you to know, when people say there is no God, you know that it's ignorance and it's foolishness. Even in sciences, whenever we want to do any experiments, after we have gotten all the factors, for instance, for a student, if you want to pass in school, how can a student pass? We will analyze factors, say, okay, you will attend lectures, it's registered for the course, right? You will attend lectures regularly, you will study, you will submit assignments regularly, and do all of those things. Where expectation is that that person will eventually pass. But do you know when we do our analysis to see whether somebody will pass, having put all the factors down, there's still one factor that we put there that nobody can explain. It's called the random factor. We, we don't know what can happen because we are limited in what we know. We expect that somebody will we do well. He has done everything that he needs to do to succeed as a student, but there's still one random factor that nobody can explain, in, even in, in sciences. And that's what happens, even in life. There are things that we, happens to us that we don't expect, and they happen. It happened to Job, he was not expecting that kind of situation. In fact, everybody, including his own wife, his wife told him to curse God and die. That was the height. Everything he had, he lost, in, in an instant. As we were bringing a very evil news to him, so before that one, another person was coming in. And it happened, it has happened to so many people. There are many people that have lost loved one that they expected that that loved one will stay for a long period. So if, some even parents that have labored over their children and they didn't wait to even enjoy the labor. True of us. So situations in life happen. It was the reason why I asked, how do you still thank God when in a very, very terrible situation? Things that you, people who have served God, I know you have heard stories of people who have served God with their whole hearts. They did everything they were committed to church and all of those things. And something terrible happened to them and affected their faith. Yes, those are things that happen in life. But the Bible still says that 
in all things, we should what? Give thanks to God. How do you do it? It doesn't come by just quoting scriptures. Because in the times of storms, any scripture that has not been revealed to you, that's only memorized, it will disappear. And you will not remember anything. Yes. Some, so sometimes, when we come as pastors to preach, you see a pastor is jumping on the altar, he's doing the praise the Lord, and he doesn't have any money in his account. And he's broke. But he still has to come. That's why I believe that pastors will be the best actors in Hollywood. They will act very well because they will come, say the Lord is good, yet his son is sick at home. But he has to stand before the people and still declare the faithfulness of God. Because God's faithfulness is not, it doesn't change by season. Our circumstances does not define God's faithfulness. My experience does not determine whether God is good or not. Yes. And that's the reason why when we come to church, when we as believers, what I'm supposed to teach as a pastor is different from what you, you hear when you go to a business conference and all of that. It is to build faith in the heart of people. You can make money legitimately without stepping to a church service in your life. And that's the reason why I say when you come to church, is to build you up your spiritual faith and where you are going. Because this world will end one day. All the riches in the world. is the reason why Jesus Christ said to them, he said, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? What shall he give in exchange for his soul? Even the devil knows how valuable the soul of a man is. Do you know? Ah, if you don't know, look at the temptation of Jesus Christ. Look at what he was giving Jesus for exchange for his soul. The glories of the old world. For me, for your soul. So all the riches in this world combined together is not as valuable as the soul of one man. Praise God. So, that's where I'm starting from. And then I just wanted to know that for you to still remain grateful to God in the midst of negative circumstances, you must have a superior knowledge. There must be something you must know about this God that will make you to still believe Him. If, though He slay me, I will praise Him. It's not normal. Because when somebody is in a very terrible situation, there will be sympathizers and people that will say, Oh, and human nature loves that a lot. Now, if somebody is here among us that, is, that maybe has been coming to church regularly and then one day maybe he has something and nobody checks on him, the person will feel bad. Human nature is, and I was, I was sick, nobody checked up on me. Hey, yeah, I was in the hospital. Human nature loves that a lot. But somebody say, no, even if he slays me, I will rejoice. Somebody is being thrown into the fiery furnace that was heated up seven more times. Such that the people that threw them into the furnace, they were, they burnt. Said, we are not careful to answer you in this matter, O King. If our God will deliver us, but if he chooses not to deliver us, we will still not back. It doesn't come by, it comes by knowledge. You must know something about God to speak like that. I do agree with what I'm saying. You must know something. You can't just be, be in church and say you know this. No. You must know this God for yourself. And why am I saying this? Especially in these days that we are. In Matthew 24, say many false prophets and many false Christ will arise. Deceiving many. People will perform miracles in a church setting like this and God did not send them. They, God did not know them. 
So you must know this God for yourself, unless people will make a merchandise of you. They will make a mess. That's the reason you see people going to a place whereby they're asking them to, to eat snake and they are returning there every day. Something is wrong. I'm telling you the truth. Until we know this God for ourselves, people will take advantage of us. So that's my charge for us this morning. Pray that God will grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Let's quickly move on to what we are starting last week. I know that um, not many people, I'll encourage us to read our Bible, even if your Bible is on your phone. I always want us to check it. You know, sometimes when you read it by yourself, it has a way of helping you. Not that they just quoted it. In the last week, I told somebody that Adam was there when he heard it. He had never seen that before. But we have been reading that place. We have heard the stories. We can't say we didn't know. You know, you have heard even the story, all kinds of terrible things. The Da Vinci Code, that Jesus had a girlfriend. Mary Magdalene was his girlfriend. All those things about the... The, um, they didn't eat any fruit. The sin they committed was that Adam slept with the serpent. I've heard, you know, you've heard all kind of stories before. With who? He said, that's what I'm saying. Those are myths. Those are things you will keep hearing. You will see. But you can't find any of that in the Bible. People can postulate all kinds of theories. Like every time I always make reference to, to Charles Darwin. People can do all of those things, doesn't matter. One man can set up, and that's how powerful human beings are. One man can come up with an evil idea, and it can influence so many people in the world. That's how people like Saddam Hussein were able to kill millions of people. One man, with his bigotry, he killed six million Jews. That's Adolf Hitler. You see wickedness, even in the art of men. One man can postulate a theory and then he can influence people to believe what, what he said. So also, one man can also arise and say, I have a dream and can be assassinated for speaking like that. Okay? So last week we started on the issue of where we came from. We established the fact that God created Adam and Eve. We saw it in Genesis 1, 26 to 28. The man was created, male and female. And you know that several places in the world have had to fill a form in, the, in, in one form in the United States. And then on your sexual orientation, you drop down menu, you saw like 15 sexual orientations. Binary, bisexual, I don't know. I am still thinking about it. <laughs> you know, you can see that. It's in the world. However, one thing I will emphasize every time I teach or preach the Bible is this. You cannot be a child of God, a Christian, and you have hate in you. You cannot. If you have hate in you, something is wrong with what you believe. A child of God cannot hate. You mean, people may disagree with you. you they may not have the same beliefs like you but you cannot eat anyone. And that's the way. We have people that believe in different things. There are all kinds of people with different sexual orientation. We may not agree, but we love them. That's the instruction from the scriptures. Instruction from the scriptures. So we love them. 
it doesn't agree with what we believe in. Now, again, I want us to look at the instruction that God gave to them. Genesis chapter 2, from verse 15 to 20. Genesis 2, 15 to 20. If you don't have a Bible, I can give you my own. Yes. <laughs> but read it this time around. Last time I gave you my Bible, you did not read it. Okay? Genesis 2. Anybody? Thank you very much. So we saw that God took the man and put him in the garden to dress and to keep it. It's one of the reasons why many people, you see that God provided the garden before he put the man there. It's one of the reasons why many people postulate when it comes to marriage that somebody must have something that he's doing, first of all, before he marries a woman. I agree with that. Not necessarily maybe he must have a big job or something, but he must have something maybe at least minimal that is generating little revenue before you bring another person into your life as a responsibility. It makes a lot of sense because God himself provided work for the man before he provided wife for him. Do you understand what I'm just saying now? It doesn't have to be a big job, but something that you can lead to and then that is generating little income because when you bring somebody into your life, you have to take care of the person as well, okay? So now we saw that, and God gave an instruction that they can eat every tree of the garden, you may freely eat it. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat it. For in the day that you eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. Question. Yes, sir. Good. <laughs> oh, that's a very good question. That question will take me to you. But let me finish what I'm, let, 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 before I answer that question. You see, we are going to have to break into different places. Because first of all, the tree is called the knowledge of good and evil. And there's also the tree in that garden called the tree of what? Of life. In that same garden. Now, I didn't expect that I'm going to ask questions today. I wanted to teach and then take questions after the teaching. Can it wait? Okay. Let me get to a point where I want to eat it and then I can ask questions. So there are people that are looking at us from our tongue. They will say, it's our classroom. I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> so they expect the pastor to preach or to teach and everything. So if you are watching from YouTube, Facebook, I will teach and everything. You can also drop your comments. We're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, and we're on the church website as well, to the glory of God. Okay, that question is a very, I love questions like that. I always love questions like that, because that question can deliver you from a lot of myths and mysteries. 
surrounding the scriptures? Good question. So, well, let me go. So, God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make an epimeet for him. Another thing to learn in that place is that it was not man that thought that he needed a wife. God provided helpmeet for all the animals. But he said for Adam, there was no helpmeet for him. And it is not good for him to live alone. Because the language he was speaking, the animals cannot understand it. So it was when he saw the woman, he said, This is now flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. And she shall be called woman because she was taken out of what? Of the man. Okay? So the man, God was the one. However, that is not to say, like many people say, when they want to have wives, I don't disagree with them because they may be watching me online and they want to come for me later. People that say the dream and the story, they have supernatural experiences. They were going to, to a place and they saw a woman that wanted to fall into the pits. And then they saw her in white, in white gown, wedding gown, and they lifted her from the pits. She didn't fall. That's how they knew that that was her wife. I didn't have that experience. But I didn't, I don't discredit people that have that experience as well. Okay? But this man, Bible said, he was the one that saw the woman that God gave to him. Said, This is now flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. She shall be called a woman. Okay. So you see the instruction of God for them. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Genesis 3, verse 1. To see the devil. What the devil went to tell them. Genesis 3, verse 1. Please. Somebody wants us to listen. Praise the Lord. So you see what he went to tell them. That was contrary to what God told them. Another thing you must know is this. The devil is not omniscient. He doesn't know everything. It's the reason why we advise. Scripture says, he that keeps his mouth, keeps his life. For people, there are people that have to be careful what they reveal, even to friends at times. I'm telling you honestly. I have to be honest with you. Because there are people that have put their husbands in a terrible situation by the things they shared with their friends and vice versa. My wife is the best. There's no other person. And the person you are communicating with is having issues with his wife at home. Are you following what I'm saying? Sometimes your husband helps you, he's giving you a lot of things, and then in a conversation with you, you're saying, ah, my husband just bought me a new car. My husband just did this for me and all of those things. We have to be very careful and be discreet in the information that we give up because the devil is not omniscient. The dark world is not omniscient. They work on the information that is revealed. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, is anybody confused with that statement? So you know. That's the, also the reason it's advised that a testimony that is still burning, you don't share it yet until it materializes. Is that okay? So, he doesn't know. He wants to know the information that God gave to them because he loves deception. And then again, you see that the devil also knows the nature. He said the serpent was more cunning, subtle. You see the way the serpent, than every beast that God has made. So he used the serpent because of his nature 
to be able to reach out to man. Okay? Because they are spirit beings. They don't have, they cannot manifest on this earth without involving the creature on this earth. That's the same way God is. You know, God is very powerful, sovereign God. But you know, God has designed a system and he said that he wants to do something on earth. He needs man to use, to do anything on this earth. A man must agree. In fact, it's the reason why God, somebody has broken a law. And God, by the instruction, the wages of sin is what? Is death, right? But God, because he's a merciful God, he doesn't want to destroy. He's expecting somebody to rise up, to stand in the gap for them. Because once there is what? Repentance. It will take away the punishment of the sin. Do you understand? That's why I said in 2 Chronicles 7:14. If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves, they'll pray, turn away from their wicked way, and seek my face, then I will walk, hear from them and yield their land. Do you understand that? So God is waiting for people that will rise up as intercessors for the evil and the confusion around the world so that he can intervene. He will not intervene because from the beginning, it has always been like that. God wants to intervene. He knows what we need, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want the same experience he had with Adam. When God, man, sinned in Genesis chapter 3 and God went to speak to Adam, that why have you done this? Rather than taking responsibility and owning up to his mistakes, what was the response of Adam? It is the wife he gave to me. It is the wife he gave to me that caused it. Do you understand that? God was the one that saw you. He didn't need to be alone. It's the same reason why you cannot completely and, uh, uh, learn what marriage is on social media. Every marriage is different. Every marriage is unique. You cannot. To understand the template of marriage, we must go to the person that originated it, which is God. What does he want? Even somebody is polygamous, having multiple sexual partners, and he claims to, to be following God. He's, he's wrong from scriptures. Because you remember, when they went to meet Jesus Christ about the bill of divorcement that, he, that Moses gave, he said he permitted it for people to divorce. But from the beginning, it was not the will of God. A man and his wife shall cleave to each other forever and shall become one flesh. That is the will of God. Things can happen along the line. Many, many things can happen along the line. They can cause, um, you know, but the truth is this. When they ask people what really happened, most times people say irreconcilable differences. You hear that? And you find that the person that loved this person truly doesn't want to, can't even stand the person anymore. Something has happened. So we saw that God wants man and woman to be together. And you saw that man fell. He violated the terms of his agreement with God. And we saw what happened. You see that somebody asked me a question yesterday about if somebody is good and everything and all of that. I said the issue of the fall of man is not about being good or bad. It was rooted in nature of man. There are good people, sorry to say, morally upright. If they die, they will go to hell. Because the issue of sin is not about doing good or not doing good. It's the nature of sin that we got through Adam. 
Adam is the one. That's the reason why the Bible says, for all have sinned. When we are not even born, he said we are all sin, sinners. Because the issue of sin was a nature that we got through, through the fall of man. So everyone that came through Adam became a sinner. Everyone that came through Adam became a what? A sinner. Okay? Became a sinner. So, Jesus had to be the one to come back. Do you understand? I explained some time ago to us. Have we ever imagined why Jesus had to come to die for man? What was so important? When man sinned, after that time that sin became, began to multiply, you see that the nature of sin was all mine God. How? Let me ask you a question. If was true, where did Cain learn how to commit murder? It's his nature. He got the nature. He didn't learn it from anywhere. So what makes a goat to, to bleed? It's not because it's dark skinned. It is the nature of the goat. A dog barks because it is rooted in its nature. Human beings cannot bark. If you see a human being barking, something has gone wrong in his genetical formation. It is not for human beings to bark. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it is the nature of sin that man got through the fall of man that was communicated by the devil. Do you know the first sin committed was not committed by man? Do we know? Who committed the first sin? The devil. He never. So that's why I tell people when we are facing things, things don't go the way we plan. Even when you feel that you have been doing everything right. There was war in heaven, the most peaceful place. There was war in heaven. Where God is, there was war. Revelation chapter 12. The devil rebelled against God. He said, I will be like God. You can write Isaiah chapter 14, 12 to 14 down to be able to see what the devil planned to God. Isaiah chapter 14, 12 to 14 talks about the devil. Lucifer is the reason why I told us two weeks ago that there are just three names of angels in the Bible, Angel Gabriel, Angel Michael, and Angel Lucifer. Any names of angel, Angel Raphael, Angel Philip, there's nothing like that. Angel Jesse. It's a human beings that are like bringing all, the, all, the, all those other names. So you don't see in scriptures. So you see that through the disobedience of man, man changed the direction and the course of human race by falling into sin. Yes, through man, immediately, man sin, what happened? He said, it is the wife that you gave to me. When God spoke to the wife, do you know that, I told us last week, that I remember, thank God that my brother is here, that was Adam there when he, he, he ate the fruit? Genesis chapter 3 verse 6. Let's establish that very quickly. Genesis 3 verse 6. You see that? Her husband was with that dear. Man, women, naturally, we know this thing. Not to, not, women are moved, most women, let me know, because women are, they are changing. <laughs> most women are moved by words. Naturally, words move women. And all of those things, words move women. The words that the devils spoke was the one that moved the woman. Do you know that before that day, she has been seeing that fruit too. 
She has been by passing the fruit. It never attracted her until the, somebody came to begin to use words to make her see the beauty. That's the reason why people, women are moved by words. Okay? The woman fell through the words of the serpent. Man fell through love. It was love that made the man to fall. He loved the woman and, and he ate the fruit with her. We don't know the type of fruit. So whenever you hear people say, it's apple, it's a, that is falsehood. The Bible never, yes sir? <laughs> that's, those are the things that meet, that people create. And those, it's not everyone that has, that has this thing. You see, that's already false. Not everyone. So that was what happened immediately. So the wife, woman, immediately the man said that he transferred responsibility and dominion from the man to the woman. Are you following that story? When the woman was asked, what did she say? It was the serpent. Immediately she said so. What did God do? God did not speak to the woman. Again, check the scriptures. He, went, he spoke to the serpent immediately and caused the serpent. That was how the dominion and the authority of this earth was given to the devil. It was a man that gave it to the devil. However, you see, God loves you. He must, something that must seek in your heart. Your mistakes and your guilt and your errors does not change the love that God has for you. Because the love God has for you is not based on feelings. It is with our love based on feelings. If somebody offends me tomorrow, I may choose not to love the person again. The love of God is rooted in his nature. It is his character. Jeremiah chapter 1, 31 verse 3. Let somebody quickly read that place. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. So you can know. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. He said, I have loved you with an everlasting love. What is everlasting? Timelessness. Yes, sir. You see that? He loves you with your everlasting love. It's not you came to church today that makes him to start loving you. No. You come to church, you don't come. He loves you. He's the one chasing after you. You're not the one seeking for God. Because we saw in that place, when man fell, man became naked. The Bible said, and I saw that I was naked. Right? Let me read that place. Genesis chapter 3. So when God come, before that time, God usually come to fellowship with man. Do you know? He will come in the cool of the evening to fellowship with man, to interact with him, because that's God wants fellowship. It's the reason why, as, when God chooses any of us, he's not choosing us first of all to go and preach, to go and teach. The first thing he chooses us is that we might be with him before he sends to us. And it's the reason why anyone doing anything in the house of God, you must never allow your work, W-O-R-K, for God to affect your Walk with God, W-A-L-K. So people become so busy doing things for God and they are losing their personal relationship with God. No, your personal relationship must be taken more seriously than any other thing you do in the house of God. If somebody say amen to that. So, now, I also told us last week, contrary to opinion that people say that God caused man. Have you heard that before? That God caused man. Who has heard that before? When man sinned, God caused man. You have heard that? Thank you, one person. God did not cause man. Okay? Let's establish it in scriptures, right? Okay, so let's see. 
verse 17 of Genesis 3, and unto Adam. Adam is the prototype of man. The meaning of Adam means earth. Earth like in earth. That's the meaning of Adam. Like he's the prototype of how God wants human beings to be. That's why you have intelligence. You are not dull. If you are, if you are an average person, you need to back to your original identity. You are supposed to be an excellent student. Are you following what I'm saying? God gave my intelligence and creativity. Adam was the one that gave names to all the billions of animals on earth. You know, many times we, we talk about the ego. The ego swells very hard. You know, people emphasize that. Have you, do you know that there are more, there are birds that fly higher than ego? That people don't talk about them. That's why I watch all these uh, Neo Geo World and other things. You see nature. There are birds that fly even higher than the ego. And the ego never dies. Do you know? Oh, you need to read though. The ego never dies. 500 years, they live 500 years, they go to the topmost of the mountain, they shed off the, all their feathers. All the feathers. And they grow again. They have become renewed. That's what the Bible says. I will renew your years like that of the eagles. I'm shocking many people today. <laughs> You must keep, yes. If he refuses to, you see that? So it's the one that determines whether he wants to. If he refuses to go to the, or the body has been damaged at any point in time. But they have the ability to renew themselves. Those are, see the wonders of God. Can you imagine that? Just that alone can blow your mind. They live for, for a number of years several years and they get renewed i will renew your years like that of the ego so but that's that's just aside so you see god he created and gave them he gave, he brought all the animals for adam to name them to show how you are the investment of god in you the devil does not like you the object of devil's anger is human being is man he doesn't like you because god loves you is that not the reason why we have a group of people that are angry with God? You know, we have people, there's a group of people angry with God, they are advocates for the devil. You know, that God was not fear to the devil. Yes, that God did not give him an, a second chance. No, spirits don't repent. They don't get born again. It is human beings that repent, that can be born again. Spirit don't, Bible says, all the devil are not the angels that left their first estate have been reserved for judgment. So fire was reserved. Hell, you know man, human being is going to hell with the devil. There are people that are going to hell with the devil. True, do you know? It's unfortunate because hell was not made for man. Do you understand what I said? Hell was not made. It was made for the devil and not the demons that rebelled with him. I said to us two weeks ago, if you read Ezekiel 28, from verse 12 to 18, Ezekiel 28, it shows how the devil was made. He had carbon cool, precious stones, oils, all of those things. If you want to purify and to make them better, what do you do? You put them through fire, right? That's the reason why God is going to use fire to destroy the devil. Man bathed with water. It was the reason why God used water to destroy man with flood in the first time. Do you understand it? So that's that's a sign. So he saw, he said in 17, look at that. Verse 17. And he said unto Adam, 
because you are hearkening to the voice of your wife and you have eaten of the tree of which I commanded thou shalt not eat, caused is what? The ground for your sake. That's why man toys. Toiling was not original plan of God for man. It was sin that brought toiling, it's sin that brought sickness. It was sin that brought death. Man was not made to die. He was supposed to live like God. It's sin that brought sicknesses. Because it was created in God's image and his likeness. So when God told them that they were going to die, the question is, did they truly die? They did not die physically. What kind of death did they die? The death that what God was talking about is spiritual death, separation from God. It was the reason why when God came to meet Adam, he hid himself. Before sin came, Adam never hid himself from God. When God appeared, they had fellowship, they had interaction. But this time when sin came, he hid himself. Do you know that? They were already naked before that day. And they didn't see that nakedness as being bad. Because the glory of God covered them. Okay? When sin came, man saw his nakedness. And what did he do? He went to sue fig leaves. How much nakedness and leaves cover? For you to see the love of God and to see that God is sovereign. The clothes you are wearing is from animals, most of them, right? What did God used to cover them? He killed an animal, and from the skin of the animal, he used to cover the, their nakedness. The love of God showed immediately in that place that he loves man. He's running after man. It's the reason the psalmist was crying. What is the man that you are mindful of him? As you are seated here, God is thinking about you every day. He's thinking about you every day. However, there's also a devil that wants us to trespass against the law of God and go before God and say, look at your son Philip, that you love so much and you want to bless. See what he has done that is wrong. And you, your word says, the soul that sinned is your dad. He's the one that sponsored me to commit sin against God. He's also the one that will accuse me before God when I do what is wrong. The Bible refers to him in Revelation 12 as the accuser of the brethren. It's the one that accuses us before God. So if there is anyone here sitting or listening online and you are in the ministry of accusation, you are doing the ministry of the devil. Yes. Because it's either you accuse people or you intercede for people. If somebody does wrong, it's the reason. Read Galatians 6 verse 1 for you to know that we are doing many things wrong as believers. When people do wrong in the church, see the instruction of the Bible on how to help people. Galatians 6 1. I want everybody to read up, to look at that place. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Do you see what the Bible says? When anybody is overtaking their fault, we don't throw them away. What do we do? We restore them. We consider them as ourselves because I could be the one in that situation. But what do we do? We, when somebody is overtaking a fall, what do we do? We want to trample them on their feet. It's not correct from scriptures. When somebody somebody does something wrong, that's the time they need help the most to get restored so that their soul is not completely lost to the devil. But in the church, in the church among us, what do we do? We cast people out. We, we trample them. It is only in Christianity that you see that a fellow believer falls 
and we put it on social media. We destroy them even more in that state. In that state, all they need is restoration, how to get back, not to be trampled on their feet. He said, he said, remember, he said, restore such a person in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself that you could be overtaken in a fort as well. That's Bible. I didn't write it. And that's what I believe. I believe strongly. I've seen people restored. I've seen people disciplined in church. And told nobody should talk to them again. And I've seen it also. People disciplined in church and we went to them. Somebody had an issue in church. They had a child hazard of wedlock before getting married. And they were workers in the church. And they were disciplined. And during that period of discipline, we had to be going to check them from time to time, praying with them, and they got restored. If we leave our wounded soldiers, the devil will kill them, he will destroy them. Because in that time, they can't even pray by themselves. The devil keeps reminding them of their guilt. That is the time to remember, remind them, even though you are falling into this, you are righteous, you are the seed of God. And then they begin to get stronger and get back up again. Do we understand what I'm saying? Okay? So that's what happened to Adam. So through Adam, everybody that came through Adam became a sinner. God caused the ground and man began to toil. Toiling became struggling. And that's the reason why I don't use the word hustler and muzzling. Hustling is a cause of the law. Do you agree with me? Side hustle. Hustling. No, you are not meant to also. God is supposed to direct you. That's why you trust God to invest in any business. You can pray, He will direct you. You are even doing stock trading. The Holy Spirit will tell you when the stock will rise. I'm telling you the truth. And everybody say, invest now, invest now. Say, no. Say, I was wrong with this person. Ah, can't you see all the factors aligned that you need to do it? Do it now, 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 now. No, no, no. Thou shall not go by haste. But the Lord will go before you and make the path straight for you. Praise God. So, Adam, now there was a curse on the conception of the woman. The Bible says, I will greatly multiply your sorrow in conception. It's the reason why women go through labor pain. It was the curse of the law. It was the curse of the law. And to the serpents, he caused the serpent as well. And he told them that the seed of the woman <laughs> will bruise the head of the From that time, the devil has been looking for the seed of the woman that will, to destroy. He's after man. Anybody that comes, he thinks maybe that's the person that's going to redeem man. But there was nobody that will come through Adam that will be able to redeem man. Nobody. Because sin was in the bloodline. Through Adam, everybody became a sinner. It's the reason why there was nobody in heaven and earth that could die for man. Until God came by himself. It was God that came by himself through Jesus. No man, because everybody was sinful. It's the reason why anyone that doesn't use the blood of Jesus from time to time here, you need to learn it. The blood of Jesus is a powerful weapon that the devil cannot do anything against. Why? It's the sinless blood. There is no sin in the blood of Jesus. So the devil cannot do anything against that blood. I plead the blood of Jesus over my life. You do it. It protects. 
He guides the door. All kinds of wonders. The blood of Jesus. Okay? So, God, the tree that God, man, God gave man to eat. I want it to be offline. Because I don't want money, people to understand. I want it to be within us. Okay? So, let me round up and then I can answer that question within ourselves. Because my time is well spent. Okay? So, if anyone is caught, I can't even see it very clearly. But I know what is in that place. Praise God. So that's it. I believe somebody learned something this morning. Did you learn one or two things? I believe so. So if you have questions, I will, I need, we, we need to do that question and answer Sunday again very soon. Where we just come to ask questions on anything that you feel um, you have heard and you're not sure from scriptures on marriage, on um, feminism, you know, feminism. <laughs> One day we are coming to talk about it. I see it everywhere too. It's, in the last two weeks, it's been boiling on social media because one of my one of my favorite persons did a video on it. You know, one of my favorite persons is Pastor Midred. We know Pastor Midred Okunkwa. She's the one that scattered the internet. Hmm. She did she's, she just blew everything out of people have been coming for her you know they've been coming for her you know hmm. Hmm. and it's many ignorance is very loud at times ignorance is loud ignorance is loud it is well all right so let's rise to our feet let's rise to our feet let's rise to our feet let's let's just thank God for his word I didn't talk about what Jesus has come to do today because of our time. I encourage us to come early next Sunday so that we can spend more time looking into, into the Word of God. You know, because so many things to talk about. I mean, just how many lines in my book? Maybe like four or five lines. Maybe what? I believe somebody is blessed today. All right. So I just want us to look into our lives again and see what Christ has done for us. He redeemed us back to God. And everything that we lost through the disobedience of Adam was restored in Jesus for us. So now you have glory, you have strength, you have wisdom, you have power, you have riches in Christ. So I want you to just thank God for Jesus. Thank God that you are able to hear these things. Say, blessed are your ears that you hear these words. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Say, beyond man has become one of us to know good and evil. <laughs> Praise the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let's pray that the Holy Spirit, this word that I've heard, you will expand it in my heart. You give me better understanding. I will understand more. In the name of Jesus. I will understand more in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Next week, I will start from that question. Is that okay? Because our time is fast spent. We're supposed to end by 11.30. We are past 11.30 now. So I want us to round off and keep to the time that we have agreed on. I will start with that question. I love that question very much. And trust God. So if you have anything that you want to give, it will be the interact 
I want to give an offering, I want to give a seed donation, just send it to. We have not been able to resolve how to have without security question. We have some issues with our website during the week, the payment platform. So you just send to that email, rccglivingcitywinnipeg at gmail.com. I know you're already blessed. You give, you don't give, you are blessed. But giving is an expression of our love to God. You are my source, you're my provider, you're my sufficiency, and I'm giving this to show that you love. You love me and you gave unto me. Praise God. Somebody happy that I came today? It's a time well spent in God's presence. Hallelujah. So let's take our seats. Thank you. Next week, we are going to continue in this. And we are going to, on Saturday, we have our prayer meeting this Saturday. We have a special one that we have every third Saturday of the month. We come to pray. It's always like a prophetic prayer meeting that God begins to reach out to us as individuals. It's so mind-blowing to know that God knows us one by one. We do it on our Instagram live, on, uh, on the church's Instagram uh, account, and on Mixella audio platform where you can also connect. And God will reach out to you. If you want more details, you can reach out to me, and I can give to you. You can follow us on our YouTube page, Instagram. You can join us for the prayer meeting. You'll be sure that God knows you by your name. He knows you by whatever you're going through. And he's going to reach out to us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I just want to remind us of the... If God lays anything in your heart and you want to be a part of it, we have a few things that God is asking us to announce which has to do with unity in the church if you want to be part Thank you. God bless you. Media team.